Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three of our radio program. And Pro Bouncy Ball is our lead. Does Ben Simmons have a leg to stand on in a grievance against the Sixers? Also, Ben Simmons planning on sitting on the bench as the Sixers get the the Nets rather get back to play the Sixers on Thursday. We'll have the Latest on why, why Ben Simmons will be doing that. It is a strategic move. That and more right now in our number three. Here it is. I have a gripe. That's right. I have a gripe. Well, well, not me, but somebody else. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we take a guess. Coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and particularly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live and in stereo. We're available. That's right. In stereo. Uh, from, From the form, the fighting form, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere. In the Northwoods. And so we will get back to the NFL, the Russell Wilson trade, the big story there, Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay. But our lead this hour, coming from Pro Bouncy Ball, a story that popped up on my radar, 
is the most anticipated, most anticipated regular season matchup this season. It's going to happen later this week, and if you've been hibernating on basketball, waiting for the playoffs to start being engaged again, you might want to check out a random NBA game on a Thursday night. That is where tomorrow Brooklyn will pay a visit to South Philadelphia for a Thursday night slobber knocker in the NBA. It's being hyped up as a grudge match for the ages. I don't know about that. James Harden, who briefly was in Brooklyn, will be playing against his old team, his former teammates there wearing the Sixers laundry. Ben Simmons will be making his first appearance back in South Philadelphia. Simmons is not playing in the game, but he will be making a cameo appearance. Uh, now, if you didn't hear about uh, the, the fallout from this, I don't know how you could have avoided it, but maybe so. Uh, ben Simmons is planning on sitting on the bench. His spoiled tushy will be right there and just a few feet away from the Philadelphia fan. And it is expected to be one of the great nights of booing, one of the great nights of rhythmic chanting. We look forward to that. We hope we get some great audio for our radio show that we can play from that. So we encourage all the Philadelphia fan to, 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 you know, fans to give us the great rhythmic chanting and you know, and uh, make sure you use the full name because I don't want a you know big Ben socks or something because then that'll be used against me. But Ben Simmons, you know, something with that that would be good. And so this has been the talk, and the, the Nets played a game. Kyrie Irving had a monster game against Charlotte, and the Nets won that basketball game. But after the game, Kevin Durant was asked about you know what's going to be like uh, for Simmons going to to play in Philadelphia, and he was asked if he can properly prepare. Ben Simmons for the booze, and uh, Durant did not bite his tongue. He offered no advice to Ben Simmons. Absolutely not. That's one of those things he's going to have to experience for himself. I can't go over there, and nobody's going to hold his hand. I'm sure it's going to be some personal attacks. There's going to be some you know, something that might, you know, some words that may trigger you as personally, and, but that's just how fans are. They want to get under our skin. They want to let their voices be heard, you know. I think part of the experience of coming to an NBA game is the heckle. Some people don't even enjoy basketball. They just like, you know, their lives are so that they, they get to just aim it at other people, you know, so it's easy to kind of get that release at a basketball game. So Ben understands that, and uh, I'm sure some stuff may be funny. You, know, you never know, but at the end of the day, we realize that life is amazing. We play the game of basketball for a living, and a little bit of trash talk is what it is. All right. I guess at the beginning of the day, they don't realize that, but only at the end of the day. How much do you want to bet Kevin Durant wishes he could clone himself? Not so you know he could have two Durants, but j- just so he could have a, one Durant in the crowd to heckle the fans back and not get in trouble. So a- as far as the Simmons story, though, that part of the story, that's the story here. Don't bury the lead, my man. So Ben Simmons, we have learned, will file a formal grievance against the Sixers. At some point here in the next couple of days, uh, Simmons is digging in. He's bunkering in, uh, hunkering and bunkering to get over $20 million in lost salary that he gave up because of his wildcat strike against the Sixers. And he wants to get that money back. So let us discuss, does Ben Simmons have a leg to stand on in his upcoming grievance against the Sixers and are you going to go thumbs up or thumbs down? And I am going thumbs down. Thumbs down. I am shaking my head. Uh, no on this. I've got a Jolly Roger 
choreographed, and finish line. And we will connect all of these three things together. Make the Baba Ganoush! We are going to make it for Jerome in Kansas City, who has left our show, but we will still honor Jerome by making the Baba Ganoush. Now, first of all, uh, Ben Simmons, as my grandfather would say, has a lot of uh, chutzpah, a lot of chutzpah, right? Now, we get it. If I lost $20 million because I held a protest against Fox Sports Radio, and, uh, and of course, I'd have to work for about 2,000 years uh, to get that kind of money, but if that was the case, I would, I would scratch and claw and try to get the money back. Now, as far as does Ben Simmons have a leg to stand on, let's just say that he's on the Jolly Roger right now playing the role of the bloodthirsty pirate Captain Hook. He's got a leg to stand on. He's also got a wooden leg, and he's got a crutch under his left shoulder. That's what he's got. It's a very flimsy, very flimsy defense. Ben Simmons, like most people these days, does not believe in accountability. He believes that his actions do not have consequences, and and they do. Uh, he spent the, the postseason. Uh, the way Ben Simmons and the people really it's really the people around him. It's not so much Ben Simmons because he doesn't say much, but the people around Ben Simmons that are on his team, uh, you know, his, his posse there around him. Uh, they they have spent so much time just throwing out bullcrap, right? And it's a direct result. The reason Simmons is in the spot he's in now, he got traded is because he sucked at a time you cannot suck in the postseason. And he essentially made a medieval bed of nails, and then he was asked to lay on that bed of nails, and he ran for the hills, screaming and shouting, I'm out of here. Now, is that a Greek tragedy? Um, It is, unless it's not. Now, secondly, uh, we've also come to understand that Ben Simmons' agent, Rich Paul, a notorious figure in the NBA, is conniving behind the scenes the the events that are going to take place this week to help win the arbitration. Because Rich Paul's not an idiot. He knows that this is not going to go well for Ben Simmons. He's got to pull the old rabbit out of that. Now, what is my evidence that Rich Paul, LeBron's buddy, is working behind the scenes here uh, choreographing the events. Now, Rich Paul's the one that's encouraging Ben Simmons to show up and sit on the bench. And the reason he's doing that is because he's aware that it's going to be ugly. It is going to be boo-tastic. Boo! They'll be chirping, chanting, the whole thing. And people close to Simmons made sure to breathlessly leak. There was a big leak here the other day uh, that there will be increased security at that game. Now, all of that is to protect the very fragile uh, Ben Simmons from the snake venom that will be directed his way from the, the cheesesteak fan. And it's, it's been described as a playoff-level crew because of the increased celebrities that are going to be there, all the hangers-on, the, the guys that ride the jock straps of the NBA players will be there, big media turnout, uh, all of that. Now, nevertheless, Rich Paul is counting on the lunatic fringe that if you cut them open, the tasty cake will come out. The lunatics will create pandemonium at that game. It'll be an ugly scene. And then Rich Paul will use that as evidence. He will weaponize what happens to Simmons and how mean the fans were. And that that is why he could not fulfill his contractual obligation to continue playing for the Sixers. So they're counting on this. They need the Philadelphia fan to live up to the Philadelphia fan reputation uh, 
and boo, 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 boo. All right, now, final thought. It is a Herculean task uh, for Ben Simmons, who has merely a puncher's chance of achieving the impossible. Because grown-ups look at this in a very straightforward manner. Ben Simmons had a contract. He violated that agreement. His contract said you have to provide services. Services were not rendered. And he started throwing out excuses. Again, this is mostly the people around him. They were just throwing stuff against the wall, moving the finish line after the race had started. You've started the New York Marathon. You don't know where the finish line is because they moved the finish line. Because originally, Team Simmons said it was frustration with Joel Embiid and Doc Rivers because they said some mean things, boo-hoo-hoo, unflattering comments uh, about the Aussie. And that was after the Game 7 playoff choke job against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, That didn't work, so they then turned to a phantom back injury before finally pivoting a third time to the mother of all hall passes in modern polite society, playing the mental health card from the bottom of the deck and uh, absolving Ben Simmons from any accountability for his own actions here. And uh, Simmons, he, he expects, the people around him, he expects to get pardoned. Now, we believe that Simmons will be done in by his own words and actions. No refunds. Not a dime back. Now, after he was traded, I'm going to give you some evidence that the NBA will be using. So after Ben Simmons was traded to the Nets, it's about a month ago, uh, he had an introductory pep rally. as a news conference. And Ben Simmons spilled the tea. He made some comments, and he referenced the Philadelphia fan. Listen closely. For me, it was just making sure mentally I was right to get out there and play again. So that's something I've been, you know, dealing with. Um, and it wasn't about the fans or coaches or comments made by anybody. It was just a personal thing for me. Um, that was earlier than, you know, that that's, that series or, or even that season that I was dealing with. Um, you know, and that organization knew that. So it, it was something that, you know, I, I continue to deal with. And, you know, I'm getting there and getting to the right place to, you know, get back on the floor. For me, it was. Oh, we heard him again. All right. Uh, anyway, that was uh, that was Ben Simmons there. And uh, but wait, there's more. Immediately upon being traded, going outbound from Philly and going up the the ninety miles or whatever it is to Brooklyn, Simmons has been doing things that he said he could not physically do in Philadelphia, playing the mental health card. Uh, he had said he he could not work out with his teammates on the Sixers. Uh, He would be unwilling to sit on the bench with his teammates. He did not want to travel with the team in any capacity. These are all things that Ben Simmons is now doing with the Nets. So we'll see what happens, but it's ultimately going to come down to an independent arbitrator who is going to decide uh, what happens here uh, with Ben Simmons. But uh, good luck. Uh, Not a dime back. Not a dime back. Hey, you're in Brooklyn now. Enjoy Brooklyn. It cost you $20 million. There were other ways to go about this. You chose to go down that road. You know, and you got to give up the money. So, All right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we press on. If you would like to be part, you can join us here at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Also available on Twitter, at Ben Maller. 
and you can join the festivities. We had the rare gift of news, sporting news that happened while we were on the on the radio about three in the morning, just after three in the morning. Major League Baseball's labor negotiations after a meeting for sixteen hours came to an came to an end. Now, were more games canceled? No. No, no, no more games have been canceled. They, they had set a deadline originally of Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. And if no deal was done by Tuesday, the plan was, uh, that's it. We're going to cancel some more, more action. It didn't happen. So there are those that believe a deal is about to get announced. I, I will believe it when I see it. I will believe it when I see the head of the union and Rob Manfraud side-by-side side singing Kumbaya, let's let bygones be bygones. So they, they went to bed apparently after 3 in the morning. Now it's, of course, after 4 in the morning. Fraud! 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 All right, so the, the union asked to speak to some executive Fugazi board before... They give the next proposal, and uh, they say that'll happen in a few hours. They got to wait for when normal people are awake. We're not normal being up at this hour. So when they get up, uh, the normal folk, it, uh, when sunrise is there in the east, they will present another offer, and we'll see what happens. Good luck on that. All right, uh, again, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the number, eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. The magic of gaslighting. The magic of gaslighting. We'll get to that. Your calls. Yeah, too much or not enough. Cooking with Roberto. We'll get to it all, and we will do it next. Get down, funky chicken, and rumble. Yeah. Get down, funky chicken, and blow your mind. Woo! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Pay attention, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show needs your help. Join the audio commonwealth and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He's back in the saddle after a day off and makes the show run smoothly. Also is known to cook a recipe or two from time to time and even share it with the people. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Right. Mexican-Americans right. believe in education. That's why we go to night school and take classes like Spanish and get a B. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Began the hour ranting here about Ben Simmons and the drama-o-rama. That'll play out on Thursday in South Philly. And then we'll have an arbitrator who will decide the future of the $20 million. Ferg Dog writes in from SoCal. He says, Ben Simmons does not deserve a dime back. Not playing because you are mad at your coach is not an excused absence. Chip in the queue says if Ben Simmons wants to go full pirate, does that mean he will sport an eye patch and tote a parrot on his shoulder? Well, yeah, of course. Chip, you know, that's a proper cartoon parrot. Or cartoon pirate, rather, with the parrot, the eye patch, the, the cane. Well, actually, the, you got to have the hook, like from, uh, from the, the uh, classic uh, you know, Captain Hook uh, with the Jolly Roger and all that. You got to do that. 
Alfie Alien O'Piner says, is there any chance that you can get Fats a press credential for the game on Thursday? Uh, we will. Uh, we, we need to make sure that Ben Simmons gets a proper Maller Militia welcome back. Uh, yeah, I, I could probably get him a, a press pass for the game on Thursday, but then Fox Sports Radio will be banned from attending any NBA games ever again. Because uh, I, I know, I know that uh, Fats, if he shows up there, boy, he will. He'll be hitting that media spread hard, and he will be going for it. He will be going for it. Uh, he says, "P.S. If that happens, please make sure to clear." Clear with the bean counters in accounting to ensure that his overtime is approved. Seeing that we're all paid contributors uh, of FSR. Well, Alf, you're one of our highest paid contributors uh, on social media. Manic Mike writes in, says, A minus on the Ben Simmons Maller monologue. The only reason it wasn't a solid A is because of having heard the name Ben so many times. Not to mention, I just had to type it three more times. How dare you? Manic Mike changing his avatar again, by the way. I want you to know, like, that all you affiliates know, Manic Mike has changed his avi. He's, uh, he's changed that again. Eugene in Chicago writes in, says, F. Ben Simmons, F. Ben Simmons, that that chant will be coming to an NBA arena near you. Let's go back to the phones. It is a call-in show. Kevin is in Omaha. Hello, Kevin. Welcome. What's up? Hi, Kevin. How's the family everybody doing? Everybody good? Kevin, if I was any better, I would I would be a Carroll, but not Pete Carroll, because now he doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah. Anyway, I want to start off by Aaron Rodgers. You got a drum roll? Can I get a drum roll, please? Now you're like Marcel in Brooklyn. You're requesting a drum roll. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Anyway, the last time he was relevant when he had a Danica with Danica for a girlfriend. Hell, he ain't been relevant since then. Well, according to the tabloids, he's very relevant. Uh, if you read the tabloids, Rodgers is all over the tabloids. Hey, he can't even keep her, so what's that tell you? What are you talking about? Anyway, they were making out at a wedding over the weekend. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's the only time he's relevant when he had her for a girlfriend. Anyway, the, the, that, that race man uh, on Sunday, it was awesome to her commentate, by the way. But anyway, let's get on the topics here. On the topics. Oh, uh, we have topics that we're going to put, put topics on the table. That's old school yeah, sports. I, 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 made, I made some notes. I made some notes, man. Oh, you're prepared. You, are, you did your homework, Kevin. The average caller yeah, of the yeah. show does not do their homework. You've done your homework. Take that for Dang data. Man. Bam. We got prepared callers to the show. Yeah. Anyway, Russell Wilson, man. I might be a Broncos fan now. But anyway. Well, you know, that doesn't sound good. I- uh, Kevin, that does not sound good. Because people hear you that and they mean? say, well, this guy's a bandwagon hey, nerd. for real, man. Hey, they finally did something important. They got uh, Russell Wilson. Anyway, I like the Raiders this year. They they my dark horse. They got uh, Josh McDaniels. All they need to do is... Uh, well, you, well, you, uh, it's too early. To, you can't pick horses yet. They haven't They hey, haven't, man, they haven't. changed the players yet. The game of musical chairs has really, it hasn't gotten going yet. It's just starting. And, hey. Hey, no more dinking dunks for them. They should get Amari Cooper back, and they'd be going downfield. Well, that, according uh, to my Hell no. No, Roberto, he the just woke Roberto up. Again. All right, I, I got to go. Thank you, Kevin. There you go. He's going to jump on the Raider bandwagon. But he might be a Bronco fan. He doesn't know. <laughs> the great Kevin in Omaha there. Uh, let's go to America's favorite drag queen caller, Phylexis. And Phylexis is actually in the news here that a, a very prominent, 
very prominent member of the sporting world, has something in common with Phylexis, America's favorite drag queen caller. Hello, Phylexis. Oh, Uh-oh. sweet baby Jesus. Really? Come on, Phylexis. This is, like, this is one of the few times your calls are relevant, and you're not even there. I don't hear Phylexis sleeping, though. Hmm. It's great getting porn, I'm telling you. I really wanted to talk to Phylexis. This is like one of the few times I really wanted to talk to Phylexis. And Phylexis is not there. Man. All right, well, maybe Phylexis will call back. But the story is Dion Sanders has something in common with Phylexis. He's had a couple of toes amputated. Uh, Phylexis is the seven-and-a-half-toed, I believe seven-and-a-half-toes uh, drag queen. Uh, but Deion Sanders revealed that he had his big toe and his second toe on his foot amputated. And when he was in the hospital a few months ago, and he, he lost 35 pounds during his, his stay there. So that must have been one giant big toe. But that's the, that, the big one's the one you need, right? I'm not a toe expert, but if, if you were to say I can get rid of a toe, I would get rid of one of the little toes, one of the little tootsies. But the big ones, the big, I mean, that, they call it the big toe for a reason. All right, Phylexis is back. Let's go to our toe expert, Phylexis. Hello, Phylexis. Hi, I don't know. I think the gremlins got me that time. All right, who cares about Hello. that? Let's get, down to, let's get down to business here. So Dion yeah, Sanders, you, you got to welcome Dion to the uh, less than 10 toe community because Dion has announced that he had two toes amputated. He had his the big toe and the second toe on uh, on one of his uh, feet. His left foot uh, has been removed. <laughs> you really want me to talk about toes? <laughs> well, how many toes do you have, Phylexis? Seven. Yeah, I, I thought it was seven and a half. Is it only seven? Well, no, seven. I'm lucky seven. I'm lucky, honey. Yeah. I'm lucky. So, so what, what advice? What is advice do you have? You've lived for a while now without your full allotment of toes. How many years has it been, Felix? It's a couple years, right? About four or five years. Yeah, oh, that's a, that's more than a couple. Boy, that's a long time. All right, so you've lived a while without the the, the toes. Which toes were chopped off, Felix? Did you did you lose a big toe or was it a couple little toes? My biggie toe, my toe next to it, and the toe next to that. So three in a row. So you have one foot. Is that your left or your right foot? My left foot. Just you, oh my god! Just like Dion. Holy, holy cannoli! Just like Dion said. So you lost your, you lost three. And is it? Can, are you able to walk? You know, somewhat normally. How weird is it not having those three toes? Well, honey, you saw me. I'm in a wheelchair. You know what can I say? He might be a mom, uh, a brother from a different mama. Who knows? Yeah, possibly so. But I did see him walking. I guess saw him uh, walking. Uh, I think that, that happened. This happened, I guess, recently though. So maybe, maybe I did. Maybe this happened after the football season. But I remember seeing him uh, walking around. But wow, it's pretty wild. Well, when I go out shopping, I use a walker. I got a little walker with a seat. So yeah, that makes it good, you know. And plus, when you're wearing, you know, your dress and everything, it's it's. You know, it's easy to do the uh, uh, By the way, the before – hold on a sec, Felix. Uh, before I forget, you there. I don't know if you were listening yesterday, but there was a caller that challenged you to oh, a verbal octagon. Oh, jeez. Come on, please, Louise. Come on. No, Can't you get something better on this show? My no, the real, the real Dale from Rosedale. Am I correct, Coop? Was it the real Dale? I'm trying to remember. The real yes. Dale from – all right. The real Dale from Rosedale – 
He would like to go into the octagon against you. How do you uh, are you okay with that? Or are you willing to, to do this, Flex? He sounds like you, sweet sub dog poop at Disney World. Come on, can we talk? Are you willing to get into the octagon? I will set it up now. You, you, you. Last time we set up an octagon, I remember you bailing on it. I don't even. I, nobody knows this guy. He's nobody. He only calls what once a year. Who is this idiot? All right, then, then you should have no problem taking this guy uh, and kicking his butt. Marcel can beat him. That's how bad. That sounds like you're declining. I got to go, but thank. All right, I got to go, Flexus, but thank you. Sounds like a real Dale. Uh, listen, this guy's uh, Alexis is a Freddy, a real Dale in Rosedale. Yeah, he's a, he's a Freddy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Mike check. Hey. Mike check. Hey. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever get your podcast from now i was going to mention the Deion sanders uh, story but you you spoiled that uh well you didn't let me know eddie i would have uh, held back you didn't tell me you were I planning mean, who on talking have, about who it could have, who could have predicted that phylexis would be on the line and then well, you would, admit i, I had you, that's our I expert we have an we have a resident I, expert your, on, I, I don't know anybody else with missing toes other than him your tease your tease was exactly what i was going to say that Deion oh. sanders has something in common with the member show yeah. but it is interesting to note uh, that uh, th- this uh, kind of thing was sort of talked about on the show following this show, uh, the two pros and a cup of Joe. Uh, yeah. I knew I was unaware of this, but that's one of the things you have when you have former NFL players doing a show. They can they can give you a little tidbit. So you know how offensive linemen and defensive linemen, their hands are all mangled after their playing career. They have yeah. Like yeah, yeah, sideways yeah. fingers and stuff. Apparently, that's the case with defensive backs and their feet. Uh, I guess because of all the cutting and the stopping and starting that they do opposed to other positions. Yeah. And so apparently defensive backs, uh, like offensive linemen, defensive linemen, have a lot of foot problems after their playing career is over. And then you've got this uh, this story with Deion Sanders kind of illustrating that apparently that is that is the case. So There wasn't anything – there had to be more to it though, right? I mean, just, just simply he's – there's got to be something else going on there. I mean, I'm, I'm not the doctor, but there had to be something. I mean, it was. It's pretty. It's pretty awful. I was reading the story about how they had to. F- they called it. They flayed open his leg to drain out fluid because of this thing. I mean, did they good butterfly God. cut it? Like I like a steak butterfly cut it. That's how I eat a steak. Butterfly. No, you like your steak burnt, disgusting. That's why I but I butterfly cut the steak because it's well done throughout the steak. That's when you get the butterfly cut. Me and Rob Parker eat our steak that way. We like our steak like that. A couple so. of dum dums. No, we love it. We're good people. Just, uh, anyway, destroying uh, food. We're not destroying food at all, Eddie, but we are destroying the clock because we have to get to a game show, Eddie. It's time to play a game show. But people are it's demanding the game show, they game. say. We're Give me the game show. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. I totally made up the fact that people are demanding the game show. But let's play the game anyway. And it is that time. And we're going to play too much or not enough. Very exciting. And our contestant for this edition of Too Much or Not Enough is FaZe in Chicago, the big fan of Wendy's. 
Hello, Face. What it do? Welcome in. You ready to play the game, Faze? I'm I'm waiting for the questions here, then we're gonna play the game. How's life treating you, Faze? Everything good? Everything's good, man. Uh hope you weren't offended by the joke I pulled on you last week, man. No, nah, let me tell you, I spent a lot of time at that establishment back in the day. I, I kept their stock prices up years ago. <laughs> I, I did. Anyway. Uh my big eating days. I uh, spent a lot of time at that uh, that location. Anyway, a couple of locations. Anyway, all right, let's play the game phase. One of our great Chicago listeners, even though Doc Mike says we have no listeners in Chicago, you prove every time you call phase that Doc is a bozo. We thank you for that. Hee-haw. Question number one. Question number one. And you got to get three right to win. Get all five number right. One. That'll be great. Question number one. Kyrie Irving just had his ninth 40-point game. Ninth 40-point game as a member of... Of the Nets. Only Vince Carter has more with 22. Is that too much or not enough? Not enough. Not enough. All right, let's find out. It's too much. Vince Carter had 17 40 point games with the old New Jersey Nets. Question number two Russell Wilson will be the Broncos' eighth different starting quarterback since Peyton Manning retired. Is that too much or not enough? Too much. All right. Going, you got it too much. Let's find out. Trying to even up the score here. Yeah. Oh. Not enough. He will, only, uh, he will be the uh, 12th, 12th different starting quarterback, uh, Russell Wilson, for the Broncos. All right. So since Peyton Manning retired, Timeout, timeout, timeout. This is not going well for you, FaZe. You got to pick up the pace here, pal. Come on. Throw some dirt on it. Go. Come on. Let go. Here we go. Question three. Just stay alive. Staying alive. Aaron Rodgers has had five different seasons of 4,000 passing yards and five or fewer interceptions. All other players in NFL history uh, combined for five of those seasons. Is that too much or not enough? I'm going to say not enough. All right. It's very rare to get three questions wrong in a row. It's very simple. Each answer is 50-50. Let's find out, though. Faye says not enough. Yeah. You know what that is, Faye? That's Wendy's karma. That is Wendy's karma attacking you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't try to help you out, FaZe. You were drowning. And that was because of Wendy's. All right? Because of Wendy's. You lose. Get out of here. You lose. You Oh, my God. There have been more people to sweep this game than get all three wrong. And you did. Loser. The answer's too much. It has only happened three other times. Alex Smith, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes. Go eat a frosty, FaZe. Go eat a frosty. Anyway, we will have. What are we making, Roberto? Cooking with Roberto? Nah, go eat a Mexican street corn. That's what you're going to do. Oh, there you go. Authentic Mexican street corn. Elote, LA staple, baby. A great blessing in in Southern California where we do the show from. We'll get to that and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We provide over 70,000 seconds of unique content per week on the Ben Maller Show. 14,400 seconds each night. That's a lot to digest. Now, 
You don't have to miss a moment. Thanks to podcasting, go back and eavesdrop on those classic Zany episodes at your convenience. Help the Ben Maller Show podcast skyrocket up the charts. It's available for free on iHeart and wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe and aggravate the corporate muckety-mucks. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And into the kitchen we go. It's cooking with Roberto. Yeah, big man. Today we're going to have some Mexican street corn, baby. An L.A. staple. All right. Now, for those that are not familiar with this. this Corn on the cob, Mexican style. If you've never been to L.A., uh, you get the bacon-wrapped hot dog and the corn. That's right. Those are the two most popular items that I've seen around uh, Southern California. Well, the new one now is also like uh, the – it's also that you get the corn now. But without 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 it being on the cob, the the kids love that thing nowadays. Also, oh, so like it's got all the, it's it got the same ingredients that I'm about to give, but it's without. Okay. Yeah, I'm so not that, up with the with the kids. So all right, yeah. so what do we need now? Obviously, you need the corn. Yeah. Uh, I knew that. I'm, I was uh, born at night uh, last night, actually. So what else do you? Pork corn with the husk still still on them. Two okay. tablespoons of kosher salt. Yeah. All right for that water, baby. Add right. the water. Of course, we need some water, mayonnaise, Mexican cream, or sour cream. Butter or parquet. The street vendors in the street always use that parquet margarine. All right, because it's easy to, to spread all over the corn. Yeah. Goteja cheese. Basically, it's like a Mexican version of the Parmesan. So if you can't find goteja cheese where you live, you can always add Parmesan instead. One teaspoon ground pekin, pekin chili powder or cayenne pepper powder. All right, and some salt I'm to tra- taste. I'm a traditionalist. I go with the cayenne pepper. Uh, That's yeah, what I yeah. Do. That's how I Cayenne pepper is good, baby. Go with the cayenne yeah. pepper. Yeah, cayenne. Cayenne. Louisiana. All right. This is delicious. You can also boil this, but uh, you, you can also grill this. I mean, it produces a deeper, richer taste, but boiling it boiling it yields, yields a more tender, juicy kernel, and that's the way it's served on the streets here in L.A. and in Mexico, all right? All right. So boil that bad boy for better flavor. But you can also grill it. Fill a large yeah. pot with water and add the two t- table, teaspoons of kosher salt. Mix and turn heat to medium-high. Just make sure it is big enough for all your corn to fit properly, all right? So we need a big pot, all right? Yeah. That corn no, in there. Uh, no Kyler Murray size no, pot. Yeah, no, yeah, not a Kyler Murray size pot. Big yeah. pot, big pot, yeah. all right? Big old pot, yeah. Just all like right. Coop likes, big pot. Big, yeah, he likes a mota. Mota. Cut the, <laughs> end, cut the ends of the corn and remove some of the outer husks. Leave the rest of the husks on the corn. The husk gives them some extra flavor, and this is the way they are cooked in Mexico, all right? A little, little advice there. This is authentic. This is not some fraudulent. Uh, no, fraudulent. This is yeah. the real yeah. deal. Exactly. The real dealio. You can impress all your friends and say, boy, that's really good. Where did you find that recipe? Oh, nowhere. Cooking with Roberto. That's Damn what right. Yeah. Once the water is boiling, place the corn in the pot to cook. All right? Very simple. Right. When are you writing your cookbook, Roberto? When is that? No. Uh, work on that. Get yeah, I got to work deal. on that. You get out. You gotta, I got to get the guy that you're using for your book. Uh, he's been talking to me for three years. There's no book, yeah, so I don't know about that. Lower the heat to medium and cover the pot with the lid. After five minutes, check the corn for, for doneness. See if it's ready to go, all right? should be ready to go. If they are tender, remove the from the pot and pull out the husks and the hot corn carefully. you got to grab those husks. Grab right. that husk. Yeah. Grab it, grab it, grab it. All right? Here comes all the right. good stuff. You ready for the good, right, juicy we go. stuff? Now we're cranking yeah. it up a couple well, of It's ready to go, all right? So... To okay. serve, first add the cream all over the corn, and next do the same with the mayo. You can also mix these t- together beforehand. All right, you gotta slobber that yeah. all. You gotta drown that piece of baby. corn. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. Next, we'll add the cotija cheese 
to a flat plate and roll the corn over the cheese until it's fully coated. Mm. All right? Mm-mm-mm. Just it's for all my people. All right? Next, Ooh-y add the butter goodness. or parquet. Right. Sprinkle the chili powder over the top and finish it off with freshly squeezed lime juice and enjoy. It'll be mouth-watering. Yeah. You want to get fat. Hell yeah. Just like that, you got ass. some authentic Mexican <laughs> street corn, baby. Awesome. LA you'll be staple. You'll, you'll be sending out the recipe here. Damn right. Coming up on Twitter, follow Roberto on there. Boom. There you go. It's amazing. Awesome. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.